0: Welcome, heathens! Welcome to the world of the weird and unexplained. I am your host, Nicole Delacroix, and together we will be investigating stories about the things that go bump in the night. Monsters lurking under your bed or deep in the forest. Unknown creatures lurking just out of sight. Frighteningly imagined creatures, ghosts, supernatural beings, and even some unsolved mysteries. So... Sit back, grab your favorite drink, and prepare to be transported to today's Dark Enigma. And on today's Dark Enigma, well, we made it to the end of the year. Yay! And since we all have things to do, places to be, people to see, today's message is going to be a very quick one. So, with that said, there's actually not going to be a drinking game tonight. That's right, my lovelies, choose to drink or not. Either way, the choice of libation, as always, my darlings, is yours, so choose accordingly. Now that we have the business end out of the way, we can jump headfirst into today's dark enigma. So, don your best party attire, grab a flute of the bubbly, and hang on as we jump into today's message, and I wish for the happiest, healthiest, and most awesome new year. That's right, my darlings, we're saying goodbye to the never-ending year that was 2021, and putting up our best hopes for 2022. And with so much loss and strife this year, it's hard to believe that anything truly joyous has happened. But we can't move forward without looking back, so let's take a little time to reflect on the events that have added to our lives so we can embrace them and accept the new year that is almost upon us. We've lost so many voices this year again. It's hard to remember we have to continue on this path without them. While I could sit here and list the many, many, many people that we've lost, both famous and not, it would just take a library of books to name them all. So instead, I will just say, let's remember those we've loved and lost with respect and honor, because there's just simply too, much, too many to name. In fact, it's... Times like this that afford us the time to quiet our minds and slow our lives a little bit and remember those who have touched our hearts, minds, and very souls. And with that, I segue into today's topic. For most of the year, I've tried to be funny, thoughtful, provocative, and, well, most importantly, weird. But today's message is one of hope. A message we don't really share often enough because we're scared of the stigma, or we worry about what it might mean if someone actually knew. So today, we're going to be talking about loss and loss prevention. But in a little bit of a different way than what you're used to, because, you know, again, I'm weird. See, for me, the holidays are, you know, for the most part, a little bit sad and overwhelming. And I've come to think of you listeners out there as family, and I start to wonder, do you guys ever feel this way too? Then, you know, I started talking to a few friends and we started to discuss how the holidays seem to be a time when people feel the most hopeless, when the actual intention is to make people feel thankful or hopeful for the new year. So, I decided before we can put away 2021 and say our final goodbyes, and yes, shout Jumanji at midnight so we can get the fuck out of this game because some of you, and you know who you are, didn't say Jumanji last year and we're still in this shithole of a game. This year, yell it so we can all get out, okay? Anyways. It's a perfect time of year to remind ourselves that there is someone we know out there who is struggling. Now, I'm not talking about the daily, I need money, or what did my spouse just do, or why can't I be fucking famous kind of struggles. No, I'm talking about something that's a little bit deeper and a whole lot darker. Now, a number of my friends believe that people are most likely to commit suicide around Christmas. But the truth is that suicide rates peak in the springtime, not in the winter. And this is probably because the rebirth that marks springtime accentuates feelings of hopelessness in those already suffering from it. In contrast, around Christmas time, most people with suicidal thoughts are offered some degree of protection by the proximity of their relatives and, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, the the prospect of things getting better from here on out. Yes, we should remember that Christmas can be a very lonely and overwhelming time for some of us, and we really just need to keep checking in on our loved ones all throughout the year. Why? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because while many people think that suicide is very uncommon, nearly 50,000 people in the U.S. alone died by their own hand last year and the attempted suicide rate is so high, it's estimated that one person attempts suicide every single minute. Stop and think about that for a minute. Every single minute, someone feels so much hopelessness that they try to take their own life. Worldwide, suicide claims more deaths than accidents, homicides, and war combined. And many cases of suicide, particularly in the elderly, go completely undetected and unaccounted for. Psychiatrists believe that 90% of suicides are not the result of a rational decision, but rather of a mental disorder. These can be particularly intense in people with mental disorders who are unmedicated or who are resistant to or non-compliant with their medication and who may be experiencing certain high-risk symptoms such as delusions of persecution, control, jealousy, guilt, and commanding second-person auditory hallucinations. You know, that random voice in your head that says, hey, pick up that knife and kill yourself. But the suicide rate falls during times of cohesion or coming together, such as during an international sporting tournament or, say, maybe a rousing holiday party. During such times, there is not only a feeling of being in it together, but also a sense of anticipation and curiosity as to what is going to happen next. The suicide rate rises during times of economic depression and during times of economic boom as people feel left behind if every Tom, Dick, and Harry seems to be racing ahead of them. So including your forlorn friend in your holiday party, even if all they do is sit by the punch bowl, or in my case, talk to the dog, can go a long way to helping them deal with the pain and disenchantment that they're feeling. Knowing that they can turn to someone to talk to can mean the difference between life and death. Literally. And it's important because you can assume that someone who's been admitted to hospital is no longer at risk. Because psychiatric inpatients are at an especially high risk of committing suicide despite the sometimes continuous care and supervision that they receive. Inpatients suffering from illnesses that are terminal, that involve chronic, long-term pain or disability, or that directly affect the brain, are at an especially high risk of suicide. Examples of these illnesses include cancer, early-onset diabetes, stroke, epilepsy, MS, AIDS, and this year, we're going to add coronavirus. Death is a loss that we have no control over. And in some cases, death was only the beginning of the turmoil. From domestic and international violence, Islamic state beheadings, racial tensions, elections, after-election trauma, and unexpected celebrity deaths, this year just could not have been more turbulent. I sat down thinking I would simply put up my usual episode and be done with it. But the more I thought, the more I felt compelled to pour out my feelings to you guys. I could spend this time filling the pages with all the dark and disturbing things that are wrong with this world, but what would that really accomplish? It's not like you guys are stupid. You guys know that it's a shit world. And it's right. It would accomplish nothing. It would just be one more proverbial straw on the camel's back. I look back on one of the most traumatic deaths in recent years, my personal role model, Joan Rivers. I didn't have the honor or pleasure of knowing the woman, but I held her in the highest of regards. She was allergic to pretense and built a career on stripping back the veneer of contentment in life over and over again. Her currency in this life was truth, and she was wise enough to see how scared people are of the truth. With class and humor, she brought the truth into the light, kicking and screaming all the way. She believed that comedy was a way to make people laugh at everything and deal with things. Relentless and a compulsive workaholic, she never stopped for even a moment. For some, she was seen as the queen of mean, but in truth, she knew that life was mean and she was here to show us just how fucking funny it is. A comedic and in my words, philosophical genius, the absence of her voice has been one that I miss most of all. I take comfort in my personal mantra, what would Joan say? But The world is still growing darker, and there's nothing we can do about it. So, to bring us full circle and bring hope back into this holiday season, I would like to offer you a simple wish for every person who hears this, and every person living on this big blue marble that we call home. What is my wish for you in this new year? Well, given the whole Jumanji get us the fuck out of here, that's a given, but my wish for you is this. More simply, I wish you more. You're probably wondering what the hell I mean by this, or quite possibly thinking that I've lost my mind. And quite honestly, you could be right. But here's what I mean. I wish each and every one of the 7.8 billion people on this earth more of this. Love. Compassion. Kindness. Strength. Weakness. Faith. Wisdom. Knowledge. Patience. Joy, quiet, and then noise, celebration, belief, courage, bravery, skill, questions, understanding, laughter, comfort, mystery, goosebumps, light, time, energy, recognition, praise, truth, justice, curiosity, concern, focus, doing, sharing, excitement mistakes, failures, giving, helping, sunshine, maybe a little rain, inspiration, honesty, dreams, peace, sympathy, control, relaxation, trust, health, acceptance, and last but certainly not least, forgiveness. Stop blaming and pointing fingers because violence is never the answer. It doesn't fix anything, and you need to look to yourself and be better. It's time to stand up and say enough, and time for a big change. If each of us made the choice to be a better version of ourselves, we could make this world a better place for everybody. So again, for those in your life that you love, and for all the people in the world that don't feel they have enough love, be more, do more, give more, and love more. Greet everyone with an open heart and an open mind, and be the best version of yourself. Let's all learn to be unaffected by the unkind or harsh words of others. Let's learn not to use unkind or harsh words ourselves. Let's learn to trust more and worry less. Let's live with our arms wide open and accept people as they are not how we want them to be. Let's be strong and courageous in the face of atrocity, and let's not give in to the temptation to retaliate. Let's be the voice against injustice, but not that swift hand of judgment. Let's all believe the best in people, and give people our very best. Let's be kind and generous, instead of cold and calculating. Let's realize that trouble is only a storm on the horizon, and that it does pass. Let's stop trying to be the best, richest, or most, most popular, and simply just try being the best person that we can be. Let's offer our hands out to those less fortunate or in need, and let's lift them up and not hold them down. Let's notice the little things and see beauty in everything and everyone, no matter how hard it is. Let's shut out the dark as much as we can and live in the light. In closing, I would like to wish you all the very best holiday season, and I hope that it's filled with happiness, love, and peace. I offer you one more thing before you go. A simple challenge. A a friend of mine recently reshared a video of a homeless man who received $100 and turned around and used that money to share with other people in need. Imagine that! A man down on his luck with nothing to his name, suddenly gets what he feels is a large sum of money, and instead of seeing himself, he sees others. Why is it that the people with the least amount always seem to give the most? So my challenge to you for this year is this. Forget about the I, me, and mine, and start thinking ours. This is not my world. It's our world. Start seeing your fellow man, woman, or child as more than just a person, we are the human race. We are all brothers and sisters in the same family. Because a strike against any one of my brothers and sisters is a strike against me. And if we stand together, we will remain unbroken. Because after all, you know, love always is and always will be the answer. And with that, my darlings, we've come to the end of this episode. I thank you for joining me here today and I hope you have the best and safest Happy New Year to you. I hope you'll take some time to reach out to me in the new year and share your thoughts on what you would like to hear. You can always reach me and the show at darkenigmapodcast at gmail.com. And if you have a suggestion for a future show, you just want to tell me what you think, you've got some ideas and you want to share them, drop me a line because I do reply to every single email. And on that note, that's all the time I have for you this evening. I thank you for joining me here and every time you've been here on Renegade Talk Radio. And don't forget to tune in next time because we will be bringing more interesting topics for the future. And I might be starting another show that, you know, I might be resurrecting something from the grave. Haven't decided yet. Anyways, my darlings, see you, my heavens. I love you. Happy New Year. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.